I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, before this show starts, just want to let you know that over on Red Men Plus, our subscription service, we've got tons and tons of Liverpool content in podcast form as well. You love podcasts, we love making podcasts. Go and check it all out. That's RedMenPlus.com. Sign up for as little as £5 a month. You will not regret it. Now, enjoy the show. Hello everyone, it is the Build Up Show, Liverpool, the Champions League, Napoli away, I'm Paul Machen, Mick Manan, Steve Plunkett, join me in the studio for this one. Uh, if you are watching this on Twitter and you want to come and join us for the full show, we are live right now here on YouTube after the fact, um, there's nothing you can do about it, unfortunately we were, it'll still be there and you can catch it in podcast forms and your major podcasting apps as well. Um, Steve, let's try and... Let's try and maintain it and add up to quorum here. Let's try and see if we can keep ourselves all on track. Um, the road to Istanbul begins here. Yeah. Easier places to start, for sure. Yes. Not one of our best hunting grounds over the years. No. Um, but this is a slightly different Napoli beast because it's not got Dries Mertens in it. It was an absolute nightmare for us every time we played them. So yeah. that said, it's still a tough game. <laughs> you don't like to say if there's a game... You don't win in the group. This is likely to be it, but this is going to be a, a tough ask, mm-hmm. given current form and the, and the things we've spoken about with other games. Um, this is a, a monumental fixture on Wednesday night. It's a huge game. It, it, you know, it's one of those things, isn't it, Mick, where it's the Champions League and look, the, the league form has been spotty, shall we say. At best, it's not been a great start to the season for us. Um, we can succumb to all our fears and doubts and live in, live in the full world of neuroses for the next couple of days and beyond, but it's the Champions League. It's a chip away for the lads. It is a place, as mentioned, where we haven't got a great record, but it's the Champions League. You know, We, we, we topped our group with maximum points last year. They'll be looking to do... Hey, they'll be, they'll be delighted if they could do the same again, of course, but it represents a a slightly different type of footy, a slightly different atmosphere, and something that hopefully they'll use to, to I don't want to say kickstart properly, but continue to kickstart the season. Yeah, and I think it's a bit of a respite from the league, isn't it? It's one of them, like you said, the, the league's not been great so far, and there's a lot of room for improvement, but the Champions League provides a bit of a, a respite from that and gives us a bit more um, impetus to go into this competition and try and try and get some form together, because I think that's the thing that we're trying to strive towards, and uh, I think Napoli's a ways that probably getting the hardest one out the way early doors, which is you can look at that in a, in a positive way, but I don't think we've won there. I think we've drawn twice the two times we've played at their place recently, um, and it's a difficult place to go to. But I think we need to. It's a it's a place where if we do get a good result there, 
then that can be a massive foundation for what we go on to do for the rest of the season because we need to kickstart at some point and I think we keep saying at every game this is the game we're going to do it this is the game we're going to do it hopefully this is the game we do it yeah I mean look we're in that awkward situation and this has been true of you know the Merseyside derby was this the game at Old Trafford was this is because of the nature of how the season's gone draws and moreover defeats that obviously feel absolutely catastrophic at this point but you know it goes both ways it's a massive opportunity for us to kick on but that is also it shouldn't be understated and I don't like to be the guy who says this but you know going away and getting a draw away from home against Napoli is actually not a bad way to start the group it sounds like loser talk because we've had too many draws and too many games where we've not won and it won't feel necessarily like that you know unless we score a last minute equaliser and then you you get to bounce out I guess but um, yeah you know a win would be a fantastic results for the group but a draw wouldn't be the end of the world again although it might psychologically for us as fans not feel the best well there aren't any teams in the competition that would relish going there and go there with, with genuine intent to win the game it is a damn it's a tough place to go if you get out with a draw it is a good result you know we've seen teams our group last year we saw a team get through with seven points so if you go and get a, a draw there it's not the worst thing in the world in the context of it it becomes the potentially a bad thing because of the amount of draws you've had this season and it becomes another one type yeah. of thing yeah. and then and then the media circus that is around our current form says oh but they went to Napoli and they drew there as well which as you've just quite rightly said if you do that that's actually a decent start to the, to the, to the worst game you're going to play and you've got something out of it they haven't in, in that regard because they were looking for three points you want to win all your home games in the Champions League groups so I think I think we need to apply a bit of logic and a bit of common sense to this. If we get a draw there, I don't see that as a bad result. No, no, I, I agree with that. Same. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's like I said, it's one of the it's the hardest game we could have to, to start in terms of what our group um, says. So, yeah, more than happy if we get a, a draw there. We're managing two games a week now. You know, there's the international break to come up after the next four. I want to talk about those next four because I just think they're so massive to what's to what's going on at the moment. Napoli Wednesday, Wolves is at three o'clock on Saturday. We've got Ajax on Tuesday at Anfield, and then we're away at Stamford Bridge for Chelsea that follows it. If you want to get a sense of where Liverpool are at, we'll have a clearer picture by the end. By the end, we'll go into the international break hopefully with a sense of upbeat optimism. Um, hopefully, <laughs> you know, I certainly thought we were going to go into the season with a sense of upbeat optimism too. Um, but if they want to get a grip on the season, this next four is massive. But this is the thing we're managing for that now. We and I think make the management for that started in the derby. Seeing Trent come off so so early, seeing Robbo not start that game. We've obviously got hopefully players coming back. Not likely for the, anyone any any additional players come back for this one. But there's lads with 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 a, a few more minutes under the belt. But that's where we're at now. We've actually got to get a decent result here. But we've also got we've we've got to beat Wolves at the weekend as well. That can't be. That's the more important win that we're aiming for this week. Yeah, and you saw Jota come on, and I think that's a huge boost in in terms of what we've we've got in terms of up top. Uh, obviously, Nunes started. We had Bobby and Jota on the bench. They they both came on. Unfortunately, Firmino came on in a way that he didn't want him to for the Carvalho uh, dead leg or whatever it was injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's there's more options there, and I think it, like you said, it's quite telling that he didn't start. Um, he didn't start Robbo when he brought Trent off, and it's like I've seen a lot of grief given uh, thrown Klopp's way for that in terms of why did you bring him off Trent off at that time? But I think it's trying to, like you said, trying to manage minutes and trying to but we don't have a, we don't have another right back yeah that, well, this, exactly this is the problem is that yeah. we and it's get it gets like yada yada because people are bored of people are, this happened in 2021 whatever it was the, the season we don't talk about um that we've been talking a, a lot about this season mm. is that 
pundits and people outside get bored of going well it's the injuries it's the injuries they need to find other, other problems yeah. and it's like well now it's the managers making bad decisions Trent Alexander-Arnold can't play 90 minutes or 90 plus minutes two games a week forever ever there's not a footballer who can do that without needing some sort of protection well he can maybe can maybe looks out and survives it but you're not getting a good footballer in you know in a month's time or when you really need to dig deep there's nothing left in the tank not having Calvin Ramsey from the second we bought him is not has not helped, and then Milner's had to play in midfield and Gomez had to play centre half. So the you know the the other understudies are not are not there. So that's that's what I'm here to talk about by managing our way through this. Stay, it's there's extenuating circumstances. All these people are not necessarily as receptive to it. You're more receptive to it when you're winning, but you also don't really pay as much attention to it. You don't need to find reasoning when you're winning. When you're struggling, people are desperate to be like, it's a transition season, or Liverpool have come to the end of the cycle. Liverpool are just managing managing their squads back to fitness at this point. And when they decided to go with the five subs, Klopp doubled down on that and had a real good think about what he can do. And we're going to hear a lot about this 60-30 scenario where mm-hmm. players play 60 minutes, then someone comes on for the last 30 because he's big on energy. And that's the reason why, one of the reasons why he wanted to do that. Robbo came on and was quite fresh, but but didn't impact the game in the same way Simicast was because he played a much deeper role because mm-hmm. we were under a bit of pressure. Um, but you're right, it is about managing. And, and as we've said many, many times before, the old phone will go off and the sports scientists will tell him who he can and he can't have that week, that that game, who he can't have at the weekend. And, and the squad's big enough, just about big enough to cope with that, aside from the issues we have in midfield at the moment. But bodies are coming back and that will change. But... It shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that two games a week you're managing your, your players, particularly the ones that you ask a lot of, mm-hmm. full-backs in particular, that are up and down, up and down. Those are the guys that run their blood to water every week, so so I'm not surprised to see them change. I think, going back to this, this is where we've got to be very canny in this game, and it's at the moment I don't think we can be trusted to like get games won in the first half an hour at the moment, Bournemouth notwithstanding. Great, when that works, great, because you can see, you get to make whatever. Bajetic, come on, mate, come on, enjoy. Step yeah. in, the water's lovely. Um, <laughs> but for something like this, and I was thinking this about the derby, Mick, is it, it felt it felt a week too soon for that type of game and that type of environment. And look, the fixture list is what it is. You can't cry about it. But you know, Jota kicking his first ball of the season when we need to try and win a game away from home at Goodison Park isn't an ideal set of circumstances. We do have to be careful with this one. And as I say, I think I wonder whether there's a degree to which we might just focus on keep a clean sheet here. Make that your first mission. Be solid. Be hard to break down. And if your lads can provide a bit of magic on top, then great. Yeah. Because ultimately, this is what we're saying. We've got to make sure that we, we are we are managing the squad. This is not a game. Ideally, we'd want to put our best eleven out here, but we don't have our best eleven available to us. So you can't afford to fuck yourself by by running people into the ground and then be left with nothing when it comes to the weekend and beyond. Yeah, and I think it's like it's what like you said. You both rightly said it's managing minutes in terms of like keeping players f- fresh, but it's managing minutes in terms of people not being in great form as well. So you yeah. want it, you want to you bring in the likes of Trent off because he's he's not quite there. And I think you can see that when he's trying those like diagonal balls that sometimes go on a run. It's like that's not Trent there. That's like that's something that will come in time as the season progresses. Because I think we're st- we're still in a phase where we're still trying to find our feet. We're still trying to blend the certain players into the, the squad, like you said, Paul. The the players that are injured need to come back in and. Hopefully, have a big impact, like Thiago. I know we can't hang our hat on that, but him coming back will have a huge effect on on how we play because he's so so key to that. But yeah, I think it's like you said, Jota coming back in is massive. 
Uh, we can't put too much pressure on him now because he, he's, like you said, he's, we don't want him to get a recurrence because I think the injury he had when he came back was a recurrence of the injury he already had. So we don't want we don't want to be messing about with that again uh, and try and keep him as fresh as we can. And then there's other players, like you said, like that we need to get back into the the mould. And yeah, I think the Everton game was one of them. Like the midfield was like it was one of them. Like you were initially really excited about, but what, as the game started, you were like, this might be a bit a bit too uh, optimistic in terms of an attacking threat. And I think if we were on all firing on all cylinders, that midfield with us just keeping the ball taking it over with the with the ability of Elliot and Carvalho, we would have really thrived in that game. But in terms of where we are as as a team, as out of form as we are, it was maybe a bit a tad optimistic to expect that midfield to, 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 to do what Klopp wants them to do. Yeah, and it was just a wild game of football as well. And you're right, it, it just feels like we're not selecting the right types of 11s for the right types of games at the moment. And some of that, and the vast majority of that, is because we're hamstrung by who we can and we can't select. Of course, that's that's the, the basic the basic of it. But you're right, there's a couple of games where we've gone a bit more, well, we'll go a bit more functionally here. Oh, actually, no. We needed a bit more creativity. Oh no, we've gone a bit too creative. We actually, we could have done with a bit more, a bit more function. I don't. I actually don't know what Napoli is for that. Um, be interested to know people who are alive with us now. Let us know in the comments. You know what? If you had the choice, and we might not in terms of personnel available, because we know Jordan Henderson, you've not got a ton of solid options that you're putting in there if you want to. Um, but is this the game where you put a bit more guile in your midfield, or is this the game where you try to put a bit more, a bit more steel? Let, let us know when we go through the 11s later on. We'll, we'll have that in the conversation certainly. Um, Napoli have started the season well. Um, a time of recording the top of Serie A now. There's still games to be played on on the weekend, so there's a chance that they're not by the time it um, it, it comes around, of course. But um, it is something to be to be wary of. They have a little bit of sticky form. They're only five games into the season. They they come they won at the weekend over Lazio they had two draws prior to the due to Fiorentina and Lecce leading into it mm. so they're not you know they're not at their free flow and best they've gone through a couple of changes as well but to the point this is the Champions League they're a good team they're going to be a good team they're going to be bang up for this there's no like there's no gimmies in this one they're very disciplined and very structured under the manager so they know they're it's Harry Ball isn't it that's what they call it so he's going to be clearly getting them to do is he still there I think he Spalletti. is Spalletti. Spalletti. So, yeah. yeah sorry so they're very very rigid in their game plan I don't recall Napoli being top of the league too many times in recent years so they're clearly getting something right uh, in Victor Ossinem the forward they've got a real threat so we have to be careful of him and they've got Zielinski and other players like that as well that we know a lot about because we, we scouted them for years done about 10 summers on the <laughs> yeah, road yeah, exactly, like exactly. so, yeah. so to be top of Serie A you know, they're, they're not in, bad, in a bad place at the moment but uh, you know, their recent results are, are not brilliant um, so you know potentially we don't know what we're going to get from them they're a bit of an unknown quantity in that regard so um, I guess it's just go that I think we'll be resilient rather than, than, than creative on the on the night yeah no I, I agree we mentioned it before we don't have a particularly good record against them and it just adds to the a little bit of I know again lingering fear going into this one is that we don't we always go even when we've had really really good sides that have gone and had really really good seasons and everyone's in reasonable form and fitness we've struggled here I mean again there's always been a, we've always seen to have an issue like Adrian's played in one of these games in the past pulled off one of the greatest saves of all time only for them to stick it in and get completely <laughs> forgotten about um, so yeah I mean that that is that is the concern in it. but look, ultimately Mick you know, it's, it's an ideal for Liverpool preparation. We haven't got all the lads we would choose to have for this game, of course, but it's a game of football. What Klopp is very good at doing is actually managing for individual football matches. We haven't really had to do it for a while. You know, it was very, it typified his early years where it was like, 
identify an opponent, drag them down to your level and beat them there. It was his yeah. famous sort of quote on that. We've been so good for so long. We've been able, the lads have been able to sort it out on the pitch, whereas this actually could represent a good opportunity to do be a bit more, to be a bit more specialised in, in your approach and find a way to hurt Napoli rather than, you know, like, tr- you know, trust it all to work itself out on the night. Yeah, and I think what we've seen from the, like, our, like, Premier League form hasn't been great, but like we like I said before, the, it'll provide a respite and it provides us maybe like a a fresh blanket or a fresh canvas to to go right. Well, this is a fresh competition. We can we can maybe go slightly different and and maybe drag like you said, drag them down to our level in terms of if it, the game's not going our way, we can we can do that. But maybe go go there with like a fresh impetus and that we can maybe like Harvey Elliott and the likes of Milner maybe starting and maybe providing a bit more functionality in that midfield uh, going into that one and I think like I said with Jota and stuff like that and Nunes there's a, there's, an op- there's loads of options there I think that's, I think that's the point it's getting back to that isn't it and it's that's getting the back to thing. it yeah you know yeah. Just, just you know the last couple of games Liverpool haven't necessarily been brilliant you know it's a, it's a 98 minute winner against Newcastle of course but you know you're starting to look at the bench that, the Newcastle uh, the Everton game is the first time in, the, in a couple of weeks yeah. where we've looked at the bench and gone okay well I can see how we can make changes to positively mm. impact this Jota being a big one we'll discuss Diogo Jota we're going to discuss a couple of the injuries uh, in terms of updates and what have you in the second half of the show um, but before then I've got a trivia question um, what was Liverpool's starting 11 the last bracket only time we didn't lose in the San Paolo Stadium if you're live use the comments section underneath otherwise you can tweet us at the Redmen TV um, yeah get those 11s in and we'll give you the answers after this Hey, you wonderful podcast listener. Get back to the show very, very shortly. Just want to give you a heads up about our merchandise store, redmenmerch.com. Go over there, check it out. Some amazing t-shirts, books, gifts, absolutely everything you need for the Liverpool fan in your life or indeed just to treat yourself. So yeah, head on over to redmenmerch.com. Check out the amazing products that we've got on offer. I'm sure you'll love them and I'm sure you're going to love the rest of this show too. Yes, welcome back. If you want some more Liverpool-based happiness in your life, then go to redmenplus.com. Check out the Ragamuffins live at Hotel Anfield. Just insane how good those guys are. They've done a live session in the studio as well as Mark Kenny. Both of those guys are going on tour. We're going on tour. Wait, I should say no, they're going on tour with us. They're taking us. Um, me and Chris are going to be over in LA and Vegas uh, between the 15th and the 19th, I think, uh, are the dates anyway, of September. So if you're in uh, on the West Coast and you want to come and have a party with the Ragamuffins and me and Pajak uh, and Mark Kenny, then and some Liverpool legends, Bruce Crabble. Yeah, forget the le- the guys who actually won trophies <laughs> for Liverpool, Bruce Crabble, Ronnie Whelan, and us having big time parties over on the West Coast. Uh, tickets still available at Cop Connect. Um, so check that one out. Right. I asked the question uh, what was the starting 11 for the last time we um, didn't get beat in the San Paolo anyone know what the year was was it 18 the year was all the way back in 2010 oh wow I'm thinking of the other one then yeah 2010 yeah jeez yeah the manager was Roy Hodgson of course Oh um, <laughs> the Liverpool starting eleven goalie, Reina, Pepe Reina, yeah. left back. Oh God, this is mad. Left back? Is it someone who shouldn't be at left back? Well, no, it was a left back. I mean, that was debatable. Um, he said he wasn't a <laughs> Liverpool Conchesky. left back. Paul Conchesky oh was God. left back. I was going to say that, but I was hoping it wasn't going to be. Um, Centre back pairing, captain Carragher. Carragher alongside. Aga. No, Skirtle. 
Skirtle. Skirtle. Right back. You've made a deadline day transfer to the championship. From the championship? To the championship. From Crystal Palace. Oh, Martin Kelly. Martin Kelly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Midfield. I've got no idea what order these come in. So this is a bit. This is a bit of a grab bag of footballers here. Um, one player. Uh, in fact, there's one player in this eleven who's still at Liverpool Football Club. Technically, Spearing. Jay Spearing. Well done. <laughs> oh yeah. Jay God. Spearing in midfield, alongside Poulsen. a DM. The last midfielder we signed from Juventus. Correct, Christian Poulsen. Um, Four coming back. Now. Wow. Ooh, another central mid attacking midfielder. Still plays in the Premier League. What team do you play for now? He plays for... I'll give it away. Go on. Newcastle United. Shelby. John Joe Shelby. Oh, my God. And I guess, it's a, I guess this is 4-3-3. Ugh. Um, <laughs> anyone guess at the centre-forward? Barini. This is before Barini's time. It's all, it's all one big player. I know, I know. Yeah, this is all Roy Hodgson had at the time. Um, yeah. This, uh, I don't the date. this was in the 21st of October 2010. Um, Torres there? Torres was there, but was it? But was injured. Oh. Uh, what's his name? Voronin? No. Okay, you'll have to give us that one. Scored in the opening day of the season against Arsenal. And Gog. David and Gog, yeah, well done. And flanked either side by a man who was famously name-dropped in, I think it was Neighbours. Um, Ivanovic. Milan Ivanovic gets in. Um, and, a, and a Dutch wonder kid. Dutch wonder kid. People probably don't even remember him as being no. a little kid at this point. And Ryan Babble. Ryan Babble, yeah, sad. And just for completeness, Brad Jones, Fabio Aurelio, Sotirios, Kiriakos, Danny Wilson, Joe Cole, Max Rodriguez, and Nathan Eccleston round out our And you know what? Bench. There's people out there that think we've got it bad right now. Know, honestly. Out of interest, we do nil-nil. <laughs> Which is remains <laughs> our best result away at Napoli uh, under oh, Roy Hodgson oh. with that team. You know what's funny? Marek Hamsik was in that side and I genuinely was wondering whether he's... Is he st- it's like, is he still going? Yeah, he plays in China. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mad. yeah. I was a bit oh sad to God. see he wasn't there. Their team out of interest, Morgan de Sanctis in goal. They had Paolo Cannavaro. Andrea de Sena was playing for them at the time. Um, they had Marek Hamsik, Ezekiel Lavetti, uh, and Edinson Cavani up front. That's decent shout. Why didn't they beat us? Lavetti was quality. Why didn't they get a ball in? I was thinking about him in the day. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. If you got that, you're an absolute genius. Give yourself a a round of applause for the people who may or may not have got that right. (laughs) I suspect no one. Um, We had a couple of super chats. In the first half, uh, Nicholas uh, Di Stefano says, first time tuning in live. Love your work, boys. Thank you so much for tuning in live. Yeah, the the, uh, the build-up shows tend to be uh, moved around a little bit more, but if you want to join us live for podcasts, the podcast is always live at 10.30 on a, on a Tuesday morning, and it will be tomorrow. We've got a special guest uh, for that one booked in as well, which should be very, very interesting indeed. Um, yeah, we've got Liverpool fan Saskia Jade on with us, who is also better known for, for extracurricular activities, which we will be talking about far more on Podcast Extra plus uh, but yeah if you're a, if you're a subscriber to plus and you can get your questions in for that one that should be uh, I'm really looking forward to that one should be a good laugh uh, Le Chill £5 Super Chat what was your favourite Champions League opening day win of all time I can't rem- I really can't remember that as a thing I can't no did we play AC Milan last season was that our first was that our first game of the Champions League last year AC Milan at home where we we were 
unstoppable for 30 minutes and then we it just was. started playing Globetrotter footy and, and switched and, off and, and they got, scored loads of goals yeah got yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'll, I'll take that I really don't remember I was really that the Henderson belter or was that the was that Atletico Madrid I honestly can't yeah, it, yeah. It, it, honestly it becomes a massive mush <laughs> if anyone's got a suggestion for an answer there are that. 63 games to feed through yeah, the last yeah, season yeah, yeah, yeah quite, quite a few it feels like a lifetime ago um, right sound yeah um, let's dive into it so uh, Canate, they reckon will be back in t- around the international break. Thiago should start training today, they mm. were hopeful of. Um, Henderson's still a little ways away. The Naby Keita stuff continues to be so weird. Um, I mean, Mick, him and Ox have been left out of the Champions League squad. Now, Dave Maddock put a good, quite an intelligent cut of retort to all of this, is that because of the shortened nature of the first half of the season... Realistically, if you're out for a couple of months, you've missed that. You've missed every game. Yeah. Um. So it's not as dramatic a thing as it as it maybe seems. But the Navigator stuff in particular, Klopp's response was quite unequivocal in what he said, but in ha- the general feeling around how we talked around it pre Derby, the Cater situation just feel it feels like there's more going on there. Yeah, I think he said something like it's a, it's a muscle injury and he didn't kind of elaborate any further on that. So it's kind of like, is something else going on? Like you wonder, but it's like, yeah, it's not surprising with Keita. We know how good he can be on his day, but it's like availability is the best ability. We, can, we, we, we always say this on the clock and he's just not never available. Same with Ox really. But like you said, like the the, um, the condensed nature of the, the, the Champions League before, no, like November times is... Um, is a big factor in why he's done this anyway. Yeah. So I mean, look, if we take it at face value, he's got a muscle injury and there's no there's no nearby return date. No one's really questioning that Oxley Chamberlain isn't in the Champions League squads. You know, there's a chance he could be back by the end of October and you know and, and maybe be useful for the final group game or whatever. We don't know. But if Kate is in that in that ballpark of injury time, then of, of course they've they've left him out. But you can't help but because of all the stuff that goes around it's stayed the whole there's no you know there's no there's no smoke without fire that kind of thing it does lend itself to us feeling like ugh, there's, there's more going on than really we can be asked with yeah and given that the group stage is over in the first week of November you know as we've, we've quite rightly alluded to he's got muscle tear allegedly mm-hmm. he wouldn't be match fit anyway so yeah. there is no drama in that but at the end of the day what you do is you put yourself a squad together players are going to go and compete in those six games without any drama without anything Going on behind the scenes, um, just just focused on the football rather than than the what ifs and, and is it this or is it that. So he's just going to take big thing for Klopp. He's just going to take players into that group's uh, phase that he trusts. Yeah, I think that's the key word: trusts. There's probably, there is definitely a trust element uh, issue there now, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is. It's a shame, really, and I think it speaks to the the art of Melo shining that he clearly doesn't think. And whether it's a trusting in terms of fitness or injury, or whether or this is just us planning for life without Cater, I suspect if he'd been fit, definitely fit, then we there might have been some movement toward the back end of the uh, of the transfer window. But a lot of the rumours are, you know, I've maybe got something lined up for Moises Casado in, in January, and Melo comes in, and he's he's a he's a stopgap to cover for that. And Cater would do in a little bit of a Coutinho thing here where. Maybe he's got a bit of an injury that which which has hampered his move, but he's he decided he doesn't want. I don't know. I'm speculating, and I don't, I don't like to I don't like to do that. But nobody's really come out unequivocally and shut it all down. So yeah, it it does feel like Liverpool are, are, are they're preparing for life without Naby Keita, and look, his contract runs out at the end of the season anyway. They had to do that if he wasn't going to sign a new deal. 
Yeah, and I think his gripe is that he doesn't play often enough, but you're not available enough to get yeah. to be in a, a match day squad. So you've got you've got no leg to stand on in that in that regard. So it's one of them. Like we know how good he is. I mean, we played a fortune for him, and it was one of them. Like you constantly. You'd get to a point where you'd, you'd put in a really good performance. You're like, right, Naby Keita, kick on from here. And then ultimately, they get an injury, probably the, the, the game after or the, the two games after. And he's back to square one again. He's constantly in a vicious circle of trying to show how good he is, constantly get breaking down, coming back again. And it's got to that point where people are obviously losing, but people have lost patience with him. I'm start, I mean, I'm one of them, like a half glass half full but like some of them losing patience with the player like you, don't, you never want to do that because you know Klopp's put a lot of trust in him and he's but he's not repaid it enough yeah. over a long period of time well, so. why, the, why the Liverpool players I, I mean I'm not in on this all like let's start slaughtering people and people when it comes to injuries this with Daniel Sturridge like Daniel Sturridge didn't want to be injured he wanted to be fit he wanted to be the main man for Liverpool and his body didn't allow that yeah. and that happens to footballers sometimes Um Sometimes it's recoverable and sometimes it's not. But that's the thing with Naby; it's like failure to launch. Every time we get a little bit out of him, you go, oh, "This, this, this," and you, just as a fan, you get bored of saying the same things. It's not, and it's no, it's not. Again, it's 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 just we do. We, we want the new, we want the fresh, we want the guys who were there, we want the guys who were there fighting for the shirt week in week out. They're the ones you love. You know, they're the lads who get who are meant to get the songs and they're meant to get the the name. You get the name on the back of the shirt because you trust that they're gonna deliver deliver for you. And he's not been able to do that. And again, it just gets to a point where I don't want it. I've never wanted to cut off our nose despite our face because there clearly a fo- there is a footy player in there. But if it's true that he's not up for it, and again, he's not clearly not signing a new a new deal, then whatever it'll 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 fizzle out and he'll probably go down as the big the big flop of like the Michael Edwards time as, mm. as, as Liverpool sporting director and, and the Jürgen Klopp period of being, being a manager but Liverpool will hopefully move on um, it does beg the question though obviously still no Jordan Henderson still no Thiago you can't see a world where he's getting rushed you're not rushing Thiago for any reason whatsoever because he's so important we saw Carvalho starting midfield in the derby didn't work who who starts in, in midfield here? Fabinho, I, I guess, would have will, will have to start. Yeah. Past that, Elliot will probably have to start. Jones, Jones, yeah, it's an interesting shout. Kind of got a bit forgotten about. That. And we may we may play Milner in in the six as opposed to Fabinho because we we that's dangerous. I yeah. know, but we've we're not we've not learnt lessons. You can't, Fabinho is a great player, but but you can't give him. 20 games in a row something comes out of that doesn't it yeah. so um, and you blew your cheeks out when I said that but at the end of the day this is this is going away to what we've already discussed being the hardest game of the group um, there's no prerequisite to win it it's not like if we don't win it we don't qualify yeah. so you can you can afford to be a bit liberal with your team and, and, and be safe because I've said before I think we'll be resilient and safe I don't think we go there to be expansive. The front three might be because our front three suits playing in European football. But mm-hmm. I think what goes on behind will be very much a case of uh, make yourself hard to beat. I think that's the, the the mantra for the night. I mean, the big one here is whether where's Ar- where's Arthur up to? You know, is he is he ready? You know, he's a guy who's got experience of saying ah, he'll have a he'll have a better grip on what Napoli are. I would imagine than than than, than most of our players. It's just again. Is he is he ready to start football games and and you know people will roll their eyes I think if Milner's starting football matches but as I said we're a week away I think minimum when Ajax at home before we're, we're barring any other unforeseen circumstances Jesus Christ everyone touch wood at home cross your fingers and all that shit um, 
from having to be able to do a horses for courses type job this feels very much Mick like we'll throw out what we can and what's available to us yeah, and I think Mello, I think Klopp mentioned, didn't he? Like, he's been involved, obviously, in training and rondos, but he hasn't played footy for ages. So it's one of them. Like, it's, it'd be very surprised if he throws him into a game like this. Like we've said, it's the most difficult game of the group. Uh, so hopefully, like you said, next week from then onwards, he can start to be involved a little bit more because then obviously it, it kind of helps with the Thiago conundrum because he's so key. Then we can kind of maybe manage Thiago's minutes alongside the mellow minutes he's as well. Clearly there to just take Cater's place in the squad, isn't he? And yeah. that is understudy to Thiago. Yeah. Now that's still a massive job. We've been quite disrespectful at times. I think to Nabi Cater's ability to do it when he was good last season, he, he did that very, very yeah. good. The physicality that rolls the big thing. It being Europe might help. And I do wonder this about Arta, where we might see him actually being more involved in the Champions League games in the coming weeks because they are a bit less physically intense and physically demanding, slightly slower pace of football. That might actually help him to integrate more what he's used to than throwing him straight into a blood and thunder Premier League game. Yeah, well, definitely. I think the, the, the Napoli game would be... If he was at a, if he'd came in earlier and we'd had a bit more time to kind of bed him in and stuff, then the Napoli game would have been a perfect, like you said, Paul, quite rightly, like it's the perfect game for him to kind of go in, get stuck in, dictate tempo the way that he can in in games of um, that type of style of football that he's that he's so used to. But in terms of Jones, was Jones on the bench for, um, for the Everton game? I don't think that he, is a great question. I don't think I don't think he was. You know. That would no, be. He wasn't. For some, so he that, was that's, for Newcastle, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. But that kind of, I don't know what that says. Like, is that? He's just out we'll of, yeah, is he out yeah. there? He's just took him out just for that game. And well, bring I, him out well what we'll do is actually we'll get the um, we'll get the injuries up and just go through and see what the, what the current latest and all this stuff is. So, uh, Premier injuries have got Canate uh, has ruled out. Keller has got a twenty five percent chance of being involved. You know, uh, Klopp said in the twenty sixth he'll be in training. In fact, we know he's back in goalkeeper training, um, so that's encouraging. Thiago again, as mentioned already, um, 50-50 for this game and beyond. Henderson ruled out. Carvalho's a 50-50 because of a dead leg that he got in the derby, which is another consideration. Oxford Chamberlain ruled out again, as we know. It's going to be a little while for him. Ramsey's still not properly back yet. And again, Naby Keita, so no mention of Curtis Jones in that. Uh, fingers crossed, because he's due it. You know, he's, what, he's one way. We know he's not the finished article yet. And he's had so much bad luck just some of the time into the little injuries he's had today. But he's a good player, you know, and, and he is established. He had some good, he had a couple of really good games for us. I mean, particularly, is it Benfica away last yeah. or Atletico away? But, you know, you can drop him into this game if you need to and he should be he should be fine if he's, if he's actually available. And he's not frightened to take the ball under pressure. No. I like that bravery about him. He's, he's a guy that when you need to stand up, be counted, he shows up for the ball. So, yeah, it, it is a potential to play him on the left side of that midfield. Um, you and I spoke about Arta when we signed him in the, in the late show we mm -hmm. did. He basically is a is a carbon copy of Thiago in terms of some of the ability he's got and he'd look after the ball and find people so may, maybe he gets on for the last maybe 60-30 he gets on for the last 30 minutes if he's close to it I think Curtis Jones is, is nailed on to play if, if he's available I yeah. really do yeah I'm not against the Arthur uh, getting a look but I, I'd, be, I'd be looking more towards you know Give him thirty, give him fifteen, whatever you know. And if you can start care, start care. It just goes back to the stability thing for me. It's a big ask to go for being yo Jones Elliott in a, in, a, in an away game like this. I'm not a. I'm, for me, it's probably Milner. Stick Milner in midfield, and because because I think you can go up a gear, but the problem is if you if you lose sight of this game, then it's harder to go back 
down again and you don't want to have to go above and beyond. I don't know. Milner, Fabinho... Oh, that being said, I can talk myself in circles on this. Fabinho, who's who's Fabinho can't. I, I don't think they'll want him to do ninety. So if you start if you start a Milner, yeah, that Milner's either coming off or doing ninety himself. It's it's a yeah, it's a it's a it's a shit show, isn't it? It's an absolute <laughs> shit show at the minute. Um, look, I can't add to that. Debate. We're going to have to put our 11s in in a minute, but, but we'll delay that as much as possible. A couple of other big talking points, I guess, for the manager, the big decisions to be made. Um, who starts up front? Mick Jota's back. Bobby's been a decent goal scorer in form. Um, Nunes is available again. Um, look the threat at the weekend. What do you reckon? I think he goes Nunes again. But I think purely because he's been... He's been sat on the sidelines for three games, and he's obviously, like you said, he was a threat. He had some good chances in the Everton game. If it wasn't for Pickford, he, he scores an absolute world. The way he took it down, it down on his chest and volleyed yeah. that was a, a great, great it was bit of footy. Esco, wasn't yeah, it? yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was a lovely footy. Um, so I think he starts this one, and then, like you said, like having Bobby and. Jotted on the bench, we can we can take him off on 60, 70 and like, like likewise with the midfield and kind of manage that minutes a little bit as it well. Goes entirely against what we've been saying, but he could do more of a four-two-four, 4-2-3-1 that we saw and, and put Bobby up top with someone. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's another possibility yeah. on this because that's the slight issue here is you know you can't actually Jotter's going to play centre or left, I would imagine. <laughs> Bobby's only going to play through the middle so the only way Bobby's playing but it's to play Bobby you're keeping Nunes out who needs minutes and Jota yeah. needs minutes if you're starting Diaz and stuff so I do wonder whether this is, it does that also potentially solve the midfield thing a touch gives Harvey a little bit of a a little bit of a rest you can still go Milner Fabinho as your two but does that capsize everything we've talked about about trying to go away to Napoli and be solid maybe I look after yeah. the ball haven't you yeah and one of the things you do when you fire the ball up to Nunes is you run the risk of two centre-halves taking the ball off him and suddenly your back's against the wall and you're defending again Bobby will look after the ball a little bit better for you so so, so I'm stuck between the, that, those two ideologies to be honest with you I think in Europe Nunes is an absolute terror because he did it to us didn't he at Anfield so uh, we're, I think we're really suited to European football with, with our front line um, so I can't decide whether A you look after the ball or B you, you go out there with a the, with the view to Really creating chaos. Yeah, this. I mean, the other debate on this one is Matip or Gomez. I've been so impressed with Joe Gomez the last couple of games. I think he's been brilliant. And but Joel Matip, you know what you're getting with Joel. He's going to come in. You know, he's going. He's just going to be brilliant. And he and he adds. I think I think Gomez's passing range has been a has been brilliant. It's been a real uh, yeah. weapon in our in our arsenal. But Matip's mad, mazy slaloming runs. I think we've also missed that just to add a little bit of spice to what we do. Yeah, yeah. sometimes he's he's our best creator in games where we're struggling. You, you can see Virgil, you'll pass to him, and he'll just he'll literally just usher him forward and go, "Go on, Joel, have a run and see, see what happens." Because he's so good at it. Uh, and I think we've definitely definitely missed that in terms of when our midfield struggling. Matter will just go well. Fuck this! I'm gonna go. We'll on, just, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna run and see how far we, I can go. Well, because teams they've got to let someone have the ball. And you can't let Trent have the ball, and you can't let Rob have the ball, you can't let Van Dijk have the ball. So more often than not, it's our right side of centre half that they go. Well, we've got to, we've got to concede possession somewhere. We've got to funnel the ball somewhere, and that's where Matip comes alive because you're right. He'll just go and be, he'll just go and take two lines of the team out with a little run, and then and then knock it off. And whether we do anything from it, it sows a bit of discontent, and it makes the opposition think differently about what we're what we're going to do. And if it just means that they take an eye off 
an Elliot or a, or a Salah for one for one moment that can be the thing that clicks in. But I just don't think Joe Gomez deserves to come out. And the only world really stays is that again, if we're managing multiple games here, Gomez has had his well documented injury issues as well. Same with Matip, that there might be a case here where Matip does come in for this. But if he does, I really hope Gomez comes straight back in for the weekend. And if we're looking to be resilient and, and make ourselves difficult to beat, it's not beyond the possibility that Gomez goes to right back and Matip comes in at centre half, yeah. and we yeah. and Trent misses out because you know it's going to be a, a difficult game. You're right, what you said before, the Wolves game is massive for us, and we want everybody that we need at the top of their game. And I'm sure there's a few well chosen words going in Trent's direction this week at training mm. because he, he doesn't look like he's hundred um, percent. We always set, we, we, we look at Joe. Joe Gomez needs eight, nine, ten games to get into a run of form to get up to speed. You take him out now, you're breaking up that eight, nine, ten games to get him up to speed. He will benefit from a sustained run in the side, whether it be at right back or, or centre back. He's still playing, he's still gaining confidence, he's still getting back to match fitness. Back to that Joe Gomez that, that helped us win the league. You know, that, that top quality, arguably the best English defender in the, in the Premier League at the time. Maybe he plays at right back, maybe Matip comes in alongside him there's choices to make isn't there and you know if we go there with a with a view to not losing the game and coming away with there with a point that, that kind of would make a bit of sense to do that yeah um, I did a quick bit of googling on the Artemelo Napoli thing because I wanted to see if he'd actually played against them because I've done this before I go well he's played in that league and must know them inside and out last season he didn't play against them at all he was injured for the first game away he was then on the bench for the, for the home game going back to 2021 he missed the first game away from home um, with, with an injury he then played 10 minutes against them uh, at home great but in the Supercoppa Italiana yep he played centre mid the full 90 minutes so Artemelo has absolutely got <laughs> Napoli's number I'm convinced of it get him in get him in from the start um, yeah there you go there you go there's a little bit little factoid for you when you see that thrown around on social media he has played a full game against them in the last two seasons great great stuff um, are you a fan of the content we produce here in podcast form do you love Red Men good in your ears on a regular occasion do you want to know more on and off the field info about Liverpool Football Club get closer to the culture of the city and the club well you can do Red Men Plus podcasts are now available to subscribe to on Spotify yes we are taking the podcast section from Red Men Plus and making it available as a standalone subscription here on Spotify so you don't need to jump over you can continue to listen to all of our content in the Spotify app. It is available for £5 and you get full access to all of those shows each and every week and a whole host of extra content as well. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The advert for our Joel Matter t-shirt is one of Joe's finest moments. Um, just, just incredible <laughs> stuff. Um, right. Sound. Um, yeah, what we... We'll pick our... In fact, I tell you what, let's go through our 11s now. Let's not fuck around. Um, Steve Plunkett, what do you think is Jürgen Klopp's going to line up with? Alisson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My work here is done. <laughs> one for one. Um, I, think, I think I'm more thinking along the lines now of that defensive line. I've just said I, I think Trent could do it sitting one out. Okay. Um, so I'd go uh, Gomez, Matip, Van Dijk. And probably Simicast. I think we need Robbo flying for the league game. Interesting. Maybe he did a 60-30 like he did at the weekend. Uh, I see Milner, Fabinho and Elliot. Uh, it's not Elliot, Jones in midfield. I don't see Elliot starting the game. Okay. And I see the front three being um, Diaz, Bobby and Salah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alisson, uh, Trent, Trent, Trent Matip, Van Dijk, Robbo. Milner, Fab, Elliot, uh, Diaz, Nunes, Salah. I, I mean, this could be the first time we've had this in about three weeks, but we could come up with three different 11s here, I think. <laughs> and I'll try and talk through me thinking on this. Alisson, obviously, Van Dijk, I think, will be nailed on. I agree. I think Matip will start this one. I think it means Gomez could well do right back, but actually, moreover, I think it leaves you with Gomez for half an hour at the back end of the game if you need to give, yeah. give Trent another rest. I think Robbo, having done the, the thing off the bench at the derby, I think starts a game for this with Simicastle, will sub out for him at some point. Fabinho kind of has to start because I really don't see that we're going to take a gamble, that big a gamble, without our only recognised DM. If Curtis is fit, I think he will start with Elliot in midfield. If Curtis is not fit, Arter. And I think we'll keep Milner back because I think we'll need to take Fabinho to swap him off yeah, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Um, and then the only other wild thing in terms of the front three is it will probably be Diaz, Bobby. And Salah, but I wouldn't be opposed to it being Jota, Nunes, Salah as an. I'd agree one. with that because I think Diaz could do with a little bit of yeah, yeah. a little bit of respite as well. He was knackered in the, in the derby like that. Like the last fifteen minutes, he had nothing left, uh, and we do need to be careful with him. So I wouldn't be against. I wouldn't be totally opposed to that. But anyway, let us know your 11s in the comments. It's yeah, we've actually got choices, which is great. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Right, okay, let's have another quick look then um, around the world and see what's going on on match day one of the Champions League. Uh, Chelsea travel to Dinamo Zagreb. These are that's Tuesday games. Dortmund host Copenhagen. Uh, Benfica, Maccabi Haifa, Sevilla, Hoaxman City. It'd be lovely if Sevilla could just just run them down. That's a horrible place to go. Yeah. You know, we've had some tricky tricky games there as well. It's not a particularly great, you know, nice atmosphere to go as a travelling fan as well. Um, again, it's not that it really matters to us in a Champions League sense, but this is where we're at now. You know, two games a week. City's squad is nowhere near as deep as people are. People, you know, people aren't talking about how how much depth they lack. Yeah, this will be a good test to see them put through the ring. Oh, totally! And Sevilla are a European specialists, aren't they? You know, at the end of the day, they'll be looking at this right. We'll have a go, and if it doesn't work, and we drop into the Europa League, we'll just win that because that's what we do. <laughs> you know, so so I think I think that's a tough, tough game. That's similarities to our game in terms of you don't want to go there on the first night of the group stage because you know you're in for a difficult one mm. yeah absolutely um, let's see Salzburg host Milan Celtic host Real Madrid Oof. welcome back to the Champions League Celtic <laughs> uh, Leipzig Shakhtar PSG Juve I guess that will be the one that everyone has, has one eye on um, above Mars of course Ajax uh, are at home to Rangers in our group and Jack Frankfurt Sporting Inter Bayern there's another potential belter there Barca versus Vittoria Plitzen that would be hilarious if they lost that uh, us at, at, at Napoli of course Atletico Porto um, Tottenham got host Marseille and Club Rouge host Leverkusen as well um, I did have a super chat in from someone else who wanted to make a point about Fabio Carvalho uh, Deaglin Shaw says now Carvalho lads we are done we need some magic I don't know what that means but thank you so much for uh, for sending it in no Carvalho now we need Carvalho I don't know um, yeah we'll, we'll see on Carvalho's fitness uh, I mean hopefully he'll be around just to, to, to again to give a bit of rest because if Diaz I think hopefully Jota's back. We don't need Cavalier as much. He can go back to being a kid who, who's learning his way in the Liverpool side. I think the derby showed, and it's again the circumstances aren't ideal. Picking up an injury as well, but I, I want him to just be a, a sprinkling of magic here and there, rather than just needing him to be to be an absolute gem. Take that moment, take that Newcastle moment, making living it for a week or two, and go back to being a, a, you know on the fringes of what we're doing. Exactly, and I think Klopp picked him. I think on the back of that because he was on such a high obviously after scoring the uh, the winner in that game and obviously then starting the derby was a big show of faith in him and we've seen how good he is how, how good he can be but maybe a little bit too soon for him in terms of where he is in his Liverpool career but there's no doubt on the, the the ability and the potential he's absolutely terrific and if, if he's I don't know if he's going to be fit for this one but like you said with the um, if Jota if Diaz starts bringing on Jota as a like for like on the left there and bringing on Nunes or Bobby whoever starts there's a there's a lot of options there that we can we can use and that that's a nice thing at this, that, that's the thing we're focusing so much on the midfield and it's right too because that's where we've been so badly decimated but all of a sudden we're in a situation now where we can make two changes to the front three. You know, we can play 60, 70 minutes and then we can bring two fresh lads on with completely different impetus. And maybe that's a case to go back to Nunes being the impact sub again. He was having good joy at the start of the season with that. And you're right, with, with, with Jota there as well, who actually is the kind of guy who loves to get in around the back post, who loves to kind of like f- arrive in the penalty area. I could actually see a nice little partnership with them where Jota's the kind of lad who I think will like he'll feed off the scraps that kind of come around and if you can get Salah in there as well last 15 20 minutes of the game 
could bear could bear dividends for us. But let us know what your eleven is in the comment section if you're live with us uh, now. You can use that if you're after the fact on YouTube. You can use the comment section, and of course you can tweet us um, at the Redman TV on on Twitter as well. If you want to get involved with us with more. Um, <laughs> more chat yeah and you can join our discord group by becoming a club legend subscriber on redman plus we had a comment here from um, from cory tunt yeah um and people complain about us now uh and i say with spearing and pulsing in midfield going back to the trivia question before yeah absolutely and Sparrow says okay so isn't signing because he wants more game time the muscle he's pulled is clearly his brain brilliant um yeah join our <laughs> incredible community of wonderful people over on the club legend discord uh by get going to redmanplus.com and signing up that would be great and um, we'll see it all in there as well of course uh it just needs me to ask you for a score prediction before we head out what do you think steve I'm I'm praying for a one-one at this stage, which would which would be great if we came out of there with with the points and survived that because we've all said it's it's horrible. It's going to be tough. The atmosphere is going to be ridiculously hostile, and they're they're at it a little bit, aren't they? So mm-hmm. yeah, it's hard to not see us conceding goals. I mean, I know we I know we kept the clean sheet in the derby. Which yeah, no, exactly. No, no so you literally no, saw no one's it like three days ago, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, one one would be nice, but two. I mean, two one would be just absolutely lovely. But yeah, one one, I think. Gang of shit bags. Liverpool, <laughs> Napoli nil. Liverpool two. Goal in each half. Why not? Uh, that or a late one nil. You know, yeah. Bring the subs on. Score a goal. Feel good. That'll be fine. Let's finally beat them pricks at their ground. That'll be that'll be absolutely magnificent. Jurgen <laughs> um, press conference uh, will be available on the YouTube channel and on their uh, podcasting services as well. So make sure uh, you check that out if you want to know what the manager's got to say about this game. Uh, we will be doing a watch along Wednesday night as well. I think it's Chris and Steve. Chris uh, arises from his deathbed in time. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's for this show thank you so much everyone who joined us live if you listened after the fact and you're on podcasting services leave us a five star review that all helps and if you want more great Liverpool content that brings you closer to the football club and the city then do consider checking out our subscription service redmenplus.com as well gents thank you absolute pleasure hope to see you all soon ta-da Thank you so much for that. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want more Red Men in your ears, then consider signing up to redmenplus.com. You get everything that's on the website in video and if you want it in podcast form. Uh, from £5 a month, redmenplus.com. You get two free items of merchandise every single season. If you sign up as a club legend, you get 20% discount codes every single month. Exclusive discounts from our partners, as well as your name and the credits, and each and every Red Men plus show.